Oh, good morning and welcome to this morning's devotion. I wanted to talk to you about praise. Now, to talk to you about praise, I'd like to use a little illustration. Um, have you ever seen anybody building a road? Now, fortunately for me, uh, I'm a civil engineer, so I've actually built roads. Uh, many that you might be driving on, actually, um, roads like Neptune Road into Kucha and a few roads in Utenag and Dispatch and all around uh, Port Elizabeth. And it was, you know, it's always so wonderful after months or sometimes even years of digging and layer works and testing and proving and um, all sorts of processes, uh, mechanical processes, um, to finally be the first person to drive on a newly paved road. Uh, what a wonderful privilege it is. Um, but, you know, it's, it's an indication actually that um, road building um, is sort of a, a f something you're doing now that's building for the future. So I can't drive on the road while I'm digging it. I can't drive on the road while I'm actually building it. Um, but it is creating access to something in the future. I wanted to talk to you about praise today and say that praise is like road building equipment for the future. When you praise today, you will prosper and uh, fly almost <laughs> tomorrow or coast tomorrow. You see, praise paves the way for God's power to be displayed and miracles happen. Um, you get to things quicker than you ever thought you would. Um, things go a lot simpler than you thought it would. And things are a lot less stressful than driving over a bush, I guess, to try and get access to something. We go into a mode of praise and it builds a road um, for our future. Let me express that a bit more. Um, people's lives are affected and changed, I think, when we praise. And God shakes things up through pay, praise and Paul and Silas sat in prison, shackled and chained, and um, kept right on through the night. They kept on praising God, and God sent an earthquake that shook the cells and broke the chains, um, and the jailer and his family all came to know the Lord that very night. Um, it's in Acts 16, actually, so we're reading Acts 16, verse 25 to 26. It says, At about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to him. Or to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were unfastened or loosed. So I wanted to ask you, why should Christians sing? Or why should Christians praise? Well, I think let's keep the one obvious one there. God is worthy of praise. God is holy. But why else should Christians praise? Well, it's a commandment. Not only uh, is it a commandment in many of the songs, in the Psalms uh, where David says, sing to the Lord, you people, sing to the Lord, all you nations, make a song to him, sing to him, sing praise to him. But also in Ephesians 5 verse 19, it said, it says, instead be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. So there's a singing and sharing with one another. And I'll maybe call that a type of singing testimony. Sometimes we need to sing that God is faithful because somebody else is doubting that God is. So we sing, great is thy faithfulness, maybe in a congregation and somebody who's doubting that, their faith increases. And also we sing songs unto the Lord, but Christians should sing because it's a commandment. 
sing and make music to the Lord. Secondly, we should sing because it opens doors. It says that when Paul and Silas sang, prison doors were flung open. And I think that's a kind of opening of doors. And I think God reveals open doors when we praise, when we sing. And we wash ourselves of the worries of the world when we praise. And we get to be able to see clearly the things of God and the realities of God in the world. When praise washes away um, all of the dirt and muck over our spiritual eyes. So it opens doors and it reveals them to us. And thirdly, bonds are broken for you and even for those around you. And, you know, earlier I said before we started that we should bear before the Lord, we should bear other nations. You see, when we sing sometimes, um, God puts somebody's, uh, somebody on your mind or on your heart and you bear them before the Lord. And uh, you sing that song over them, whether it's in private or whether it's in a corporate setting, or whether you're just in your car. God impresses somebody in your heart and praise leads us to intercede for somebody and to bear somebody before the Lord. And you believing and praying that your singing and your hoping and trusting in God would break bonds in somebody else's life. And I know that my God is a miracle working God. When we sing, it's the same God who opened prison doors and broke bonds in Acts 16. So I want to encourage you, believer, to sing because God is worthy. But to sing also because it's commanded. To sing because it opens doors and washes away the worries of the world. To sing because it breaks bonds, not only for you, but for those around you. There is an old hymn. Um, it's over a thousand years old, actually. It says, what language shall I borrow um, to thank thee, dearest friend, to thank you, dearest friend, for this thy dying sorrow, thy pity without end. Oh, make me thine forever, and should I fainting be, Lord, let me never, never outlive my love for thee. You see, praise stokes the fire of our love for Jesus. And my encouragement to you today is that you love Jesus more than you love anything else. Cherish him more than any object or any gift or any person or any relationship and let it come out in songs of praise. Love Jesus, sing to him, sing praise to him. Love Jesus more than you love anything. And soon you will love what is good and hate what is evil. You see, it is the greatest commandment to love Jesus more than to love do you love anything. And it is the greatest commandment and it is also the thing that we do that will yield the greatest amount of fulfillment and the deepest amount of fulfillment you could ever possibly imagine or dream. Psalm 66 says, Praise our God, all peoples, let the sound of his praise be heard. And Psalm 117 says, Praise the Lord, all you nations, exalt him, all you peoples, for great is his love towards us. And the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Well, this song is called A Thousand Hallelujahs. And I hope it inspires you and stokes your love for Jesus. Long to have the words to sing 
This joy is mine With a thousand hallelujahs We magnify your name You alone deserve the glory The honor and the praise Lord Jesus This song is forever yours A thousand hallelujahs A thousand To die for our redemption, whose resurrection means our rise. There is a time enough to sing of all you've done, but I have eternity. Thank you, Lord. We praise you today with our hearts and with a song. We praise you forevermore. Father, I pray that you would teach us the language of praise. And Father, I pray that you would teach us the language 
of love for you. By having a great assurance and confidence in your love for us. So Father, we come before you and declare that you are holy. And Father, we pray that we would find ourselves singing songs to one another and to you, as Ephesians says. And we pray that we will see and we believe and trust that we will see prison doors open and bonds breaking. In Jesus' perfect name we pray. Amen.